And what's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here. Hey, did you enjoy Father's Day? Did you give cards? Did you get cards? Were there omelets? Oh, was there a hollandaise sauce? Were there mimosas? Hmm. First and foremost, thank you everyone for downloading, for subscribing, for giving the likes. We still need those iTunes reviews. We still need those, you know, Google Plus reviews, all of those things. But also, I want to give a shout out to our wall of heroes, our Patreon subscribers, Jonathan S. What up? RW. It's kind of like DW, Darkwing Duck. Hey, when you're in trouble, you, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Ricky D, Nathan W, April S., all on our wall of heroes. If you want to get on our wall of heroes, it's a buck on Patreon. Plus, you get unbriefing every Thursday. But uh, that's enough of me. Let's get into this episode. Three, two, one. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs. And welcome back to Chaotic Amateurs, iTunes, the Internet. You know what? I'm just going to start saying the Internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. To my right, Caleb is Yamhorn Durrell. Rhett is Durak Dragonsbane. Milo is Ren. And I'm Bentley Michaels. I forget if I said that part. But hey, we're back. Another week, folks. And oh, man, last time they got back. Uh, my, my boys, they got, past the, uh, they got past the rope test. Ninja Warrior Styre. Styre? What? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Ninja Warriors. Okay. <laughs> Everyone just give up. We're all dead. <laughs> I feel like every time you do that, I just want to say TPK. Hire him as a voice actor today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I hate talking fast and off the top of my head. It's my, it's my sweet dyslexia uh, uh, kicking in. Uh, but uh, my boys, they got across the ropes. They went down into the trunk. From hunks of trunks, another another hunk of a trunk, mm. and uh, they made up with the resistance. They had Browernick, they had Jean Claude Van Bloodsport, everyone's favorite character. Now that Lanston is gone, uh, <laughs> Nestler and Ian Earth was there. There's uh, there's just you know my bunch girl, of, bunch of randos. Oh yeah, Yamhorn's uh, prospective new love. Will he buy her a ring? I don't know. Uh, Will he lose it in a lava pit? Who knows? Probably. Let's. Yeah, and let's uh, you learned a bunch of backstory information. You know, um, you learned. Uh, you 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 learn that uh, uh, Baramus is in the mayor's office. Uh, he brought the dragon uh, to town uh, to control the people. You know, ants all march in a line if they're all afraid. When you control the fear, and you control the uh, you control the threat, there's really no threat. But the people don't know that. Cold beer, <laughs> cold night, <laughs> red pickup. The worst. Oh, so ladies and gents, uh, listening, my my characters, uh, Yamhorn's got a sweet bottle of wine, drinking it. Uh, Durwak got some vitamin R. No, and uh, and oh, my boy Ren, also vitamin with R. the rolling R uh, with the rolling rock. For you rolling, guys, you guys are be uh, you guys are rested. You wake up in the morning feeling just like P Diddy, and the adventure begins. 
Did I... <clears throat> did I experience anything with the sword? I don't know. Did you attune to it? I did, yeah. I spent some time in it. Oh! Because long? my grandfather told me. I spent as much time as I could. So, Before well, How long sleep? does it take you to, to rest? It takes me eight hours. So I would suggest doing eight hours rest and then X amount of time attuning. Younghorn, you're not here. Honestly, this is Caleb. I feel like Duroc, it was the first thing he tried to do. And like okay. maybe he fell into the zone and like fell asleep afterwards. Roll me a D10. Absolutely. Eight. Then you um, meditated for eight hours in tuning with the sword. And you get a power up. Let's write this down. I don't have a pencil. No, here we go. Thank you. Thank you, Ren. You now... Milo handed you the pencil. Just Thank so you, you know. Milo. <laughs> you now have... Comprehend languages. Once per day, for one hour duration, you can understand any language heard, any language written, as long as you're touching the surface of it, if it's written down. For one hour, once a day. So you can't speak it, right? Uh, he can communicate in it, yes. Okay. And he just has that forever? As, as long, long as, as he has he's the holding sword. the sword. Okay. So it's like if he's got the sword on his person and that sort of thing. He's got a real smug look on his face right now. <laughs> you don't have to be like holding it so you're not like pointing at people like, I understand your language. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, the Captain Kirk version of understanding language. Speak into the sword, please. But is, if, if it's like in its sheath, it's on your person or whatever, and since you're attuned to it, yeah, you can, uh, in order to cast a spell, you're going to have to hold it, but you don't have to draw it, but grab the handle. But after you've done it, as long as it's on your person, I'll give it to you. And remember that you have a plus two to all of your attacks with Drakenstoder, as long as you are rolling above a DC 10. Because it was a 12, but now that you've attuned to it more, it goes down. It's now a DC 10. Okay, cool. So a 2 in addition to his strength Whatever else that he's adding, he gets another 2 on top of it. Just to be clear, because originally it was a plus 1, plus an extra 1 if I rolled above a 12. And now it's an automatic plus 2 if you roll above above a 10. 10 or above. Great. And that's plus the plus 1 that it already has. So no, it's a, it, it's three? just a it's an it automatic plus two. Okay, yeah, automatic plus two with a smaller DC, and that's every strike you make with it. And so is so roll two twenties with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So it's not his initial attack roll if it's above a ten, and then nope, gets he can above add it to AC. whatever he wants unless it's a crit fail, then he gets nothing. Okay. So whatever your normal sword bonus is then add two on top of that. So if you're normal, like, you know, if I'm asking you to, you know, with the sword bonus, and it's, the, you know, it's a plus two, whatever it is, it's now a plus four. Okay. Good. Good. What, what is your plus? For damage? Uh, yeah. It's... Um, or, or just for your attack. Well, bonus. my strength makes it a plus five. Okay. So, so, I, so your attack bonus is plus five. So then so it's, now a it's a plus seven. seven. Yeah. As long as you get over a DC uh, DC 10. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm gonna you try guys to steal that wake up 
Duroc, you were completely rested because you were in the trance. It was uh, very elvish in nature, but I'm going to still, since it was eight hours, you still had to do the whole eight hours. You all come out to the, uh, you know, you all come out uh, to come out of the bunk area. There's some there's some uh, food being made. Breakfast is being made. I'll kick in and and help out. Okay, what would you like to do? Um, you know, classic Ren. I'll I'll jump in on the apple butter and maybe fry up some bacon back. Okay. Yumhorn's kind of lazily getting out of bed. Rubbing his eyes, still in okay. his underwear when he comes out to the table to see what's going on. Okay. Durak sleeps in the nude, so. <laughs> but he dresses. And if uh, no one needs any help, I'll just uh, kind of No, they, they, they welcome your help. Cool. You know, there's about, you know, uh, uh, you know, 10, 12 people here. Uh, like I said, the, the ones that you recognize, you recognize, and you're all sitting around uh, having breakfast now. I want to... I want to try to connect with somebody that I don't recognize. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking of, the, of doing the same thing, but I thought that's way too Yamhorn of a thing to do. <laughs> so I didn't say anything. I got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, I, I'm trying to make sure that everybody down here should be down here is relatively trustworthy. Okay. Yamhorn would do this. You know this. what I mean? I don't trust many people anymore, so... Understandable. Okay. So... So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to pull up a chair next to whoever is sitting at the table that I don't recognize. All right. You just... Uh, so, okay. So you, That's it. you've got breakfast, or... I, I expect it's going to be served. <laughs> I serve you first. Aww. Okay. I give uh, Ren a high five. I kind of like awkwardly try to fist bump because that's what I was <laughs> yeah, doing before. Like, spend then, a second trying to, to figure out. High five and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I go for the fist bump and then. Yeah. It's a mess. Okay. So you sit down next to a tiny what looks like uh, somewhat of a gnome, somewhat of an elf. You're not quite sure, but it's a, uh, uh, you know, a. Uh, 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 it, it, it's it's actually very confusing to you because the the skin is lighter, the cheeks seem to be almost weirdly you know uh, red encircled, and you just hear, "Well, hi there, how are you?" <laughs> uh, I'm good. My name's Yamhorn. What's your name? My name's Buttons. Buttons. That almost sounds made up. No, Buttons Sugar Moon. Sugar Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry if this seems rude, but what are you? Well, I'm a jolly little elf. <laughs> Yumhorn puts down his bottle of wine. <laughs> it's like in disbelief. He's like, like wait a second. Okay, I've been drinking but, too much. <laughs> but I'm part elf. I, I can't say that I've ever seen an elf like you. You've never heard of the jolly little elves? No, I I have. Are you from uh, oh, Laurelin or are you from somewhere no, else? I'm from way up north, where it's very very snowy. Way Yum, up boy. north, you've heard of the very... legends of the jolly man who brings gifts to all the good children. No, I haven't. You know, near the winter solstice. No, you've never heard of the North Pole. No. Hmm. Did you not have a childhood, Yumhorn? 
I, I did, but it was mostly spent training. We, we didn't have any inclination that there were jolly little elves anywhere. Anywhere, first of all, but elves outside of the Loreland. You know what, Yamhorn? When Nexit comes close to the Winter Solstice, I'm going to make sure that he knows your name and brings you a gift. Who's he? Have you met my friend? He's right over there. Oh my god, he's here? No, not him. Oh. Him, no, capital no, H. And then, the, then you see like another little, another little, you know, jolly looking elf like kind of waddle up and like sets his plate down. It's like, oh, hi, how are you? Okay, this is too much. What's your name? My name's Ginger Nuts Muffin Scarf. <laughs> are you a new friend? I, I don't know. He doesn't you know seem what? to believe. He doesn't seem to believe. He doesn't seem to believe. Buttons, Ginger Nuts, I have to say, <laughs> it is a true pleasure to finally meet one of the jolly little elves from the north. Oh, thank I, you very much. Thank you. I, I feel like a kid again, Yamhorn, honestly. Yamhorn puts his hands up and looks around like, am I the only one that doesn't understand what's going on? <laughs> he's like the, he's like uh, Ben when he doesn't understand little Sebastian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you guys just saw little Sebastian's ghost, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> uh, okay, well, it's a pleasure to meet you guys. Uh, uh, how did you get connected with uh, Miss Browernick here? Oh, Browernick. Well, you know, we got, we got places all over. The, the, the resistance is everywhere. It's got to be global. <laughs> it's global, Yamhorn. Sorry, that sauce is messing with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be global. But, uh, you know, the, the, the resistance is everywhere. We have to come together. We have to... I can't take this anymore. Yamhorn, show some to... respect. We have to We have to do everything we can to make sure the world is a better place. Okay. Uh, thank you for your patronage. Uh, I look forward to fighting... I'm not a, a subscriber. ...along your... <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash chaotic amateurs. Uh, I look forward to fighting by your side, question mark? Of course. We'll be right on the battlefield with you. All right. I promptly find another open chair with nobody on either side and finish my breakfast. <laughs> and and I'll just go ahead and after I served everybody else, sit up next to you. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. You don't have to be alone. Thank you. Cool. All right. So you guys are just eating. What are you doing? Yeah, just breakfast and then yeah, we can go I'm eating. Uh, I'm avoiding... The meads and the ales this morning. I know it's a big. They're not serving them, so that's easy. Makes it a lot easier. Yes, Uh, (laughs) it makes my diet so much easier. I feel like Yamhorn, knowing that you you're a fancy, you fancy yourself a a morning mead. I I'm asking, can we get this gentleman a a mead? Yamhorn, that's quite all right. What? Browernick looks at you. Are you drinking in the morning now, Durak? I have been for a number of years. Yeah, he he always does. What's wrong, buddy? Why? Why is that not what dwarves do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the metric by which carrying on the tradition. Dwarves. Yeah. Uh, well, he only knew Lanston, and now you. So, yeah. like, you're like the and Ren. Like, you guys are like the three shortest people he knows. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, that's are you he's okay? so freaked out by the jolly elves? <laughs> are you Are you okay? I'm fine, Yamhorn. They don't have meat or ale here. It's okay. What about your flask? No, we do. We just don't serve it for breakfast, Durak. Oh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's a, The flask is going to stay in my bag. Your hand's shaking quite a bit. Are you okay? 
Yes. <laughs> you look like you're sweating. I might be. A little restraint never killed anybody. I Lord. meditated all night. <laughs> Did I mention my sweet plus two in language stuff? <laughs> yeah. Now I can understand languages. Are you, are you going to be okay? I'm going to be fine. Okay. okay. Look. The days are a little brighter these days. <laughs> all right. Look. I was in a dark place for a while after my wife died and my kids turned into total asshats. <laughs> turned into little butts. No, one of them did. The other one is all right. And one of my kids turned into a complete butt hat. <laughs> but... <laughs> all right, guys. But so what's what's the plan you. for today? Thank you, Rat. Um, we're we're going to go to the Elven let's, City. Let's start we can talking talk to, to Browernick. Uh, where do we meet up with the resistance that's down there after we get out of uh, this trunk place? So we when go and talk guys, to Browernick. He was talking to you guys. Yeah. So I, I say we should go talk to Browernick. Nikki, just for any last minute kind of stuff and then go. Okay. Yeah. We, we can maybe get a little information about where the resistance is held up okay. in the Elven City. Okay. Sounds good. We're hoping your friend... <clears throat> Ian Earth can help us, thank you, can help us get to Laurelin and talk to her mother. Maybe she can even come with us. Sure. Absolutely. And if any of you others have a thirst for adventure and want to travel with the famous Ren and friends, now's your chance. Oh, you mean serious? Nope, 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 he was kidding. Both of you are welcome. He was kidding. What? And then you see the biggest eyes, they just like get uh, impossibly big. And they start shimmering. Well, you don't want us Young to Horn, go I'm with pretty, you? pretty sure you just made the naughty list. <laughs> oh, I'm I don't know what that means. Oh, he's definitely on the list. Look, he doesn't mean it. Okay, ginger nuts and buttons. He doesn't mean it. I'm buttons. He's ginger nuts. Please, from the bottom of my heart, accept my apology. I'm All sorry. Right. Look, buttons, ginger nuts. Yeah. You guys are welcome to adventure with us. No, we just like messing with him. It made him sad. Well, <laughs> that did make me a little happy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's why you're on the nice list. You're my friend. I look at Yamhorn. <laughs> he's, he's authentically creeped out. Anyway, okay. the adventure of a lifetime is on the table if any of you want to come. Otherwise, Durak, that's very nice of you. Brower Nick addresses you. It's very nice of you, but I need them here. I can, of course, spell uh, spare Nestler in because she has to go with you. Because <laughs> she's worthless. No, because she's going to bring you through the town. Yeah, she's Otherwise, super useful. you would be yeah. nothing, and you I'm would just probably kidding. be killed. Yeah, you like kidding. being killed, Yumhorn? I'm kidding. You like being killed? <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> what about Bloodsport? Can he come? Yeah, Yumhorn. You like being killed? <laughs> Anything for you, sir. I knew it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love this dynamic. Bloodsport, you can come too. Unfortunately, my friend, I have to stay here. I have to play with Nikki. I have to become more tuned with the darkness mm. to help with the light. Mm. Totally understand. That sounds awesome. and It's because I'm a necromancer, so you understand the metaphor, oh. of course. I knew that. Can you bring back just the dragon that my great-grandfather killed and have it duke out with the other dragon? Do you have the carcass? 
No, the but carcass. We, well, we can find it. <laughs> Wait, this is fresh. I'm sorry. Sorry. I say that again. Oh. So I want to pull out some of my pamphlets about Uligon. And hmm. like, if you're interested in death and uh, corpses, you should read more about Uligon. What's this? Real dangerous. <laughs> Let me see. I hand him the, the pamphlet on Uligon. Uligon, you say? He's quite an amazing god. You think so? He is, yes. You should uh, do a little little more uh, research on him. Because you are the leader of Ren and France. <laughs> I would, of course, read this for you in my spare time. <laughs> but I have to go commune with death. Excuse me. And he turns around and walks away. Have a good one, Bloodsport. <laughs> and you overhear a conversation with a guy that's like, Hey! <laughs> now, Edwin. Did that guy die last time we saw him, or did he survive? Like, is he that awesome that he died and then, like, no, just No, he kept was, living? like, fighting outside, I think. I don't think he actually died. Ren is correct. Would have been cool, though. I mean, he's communing with death. He could have died and it was just the, kept alive. The blacksmith that got the arrow to the throat, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was your friend. That sent you on the to get Dracula's oh, yeah. River initially. That's right. Um, you can do it, Durak. Roll a history check. Yeah, that's what right you on the do. tip of my tongue. Uh, pretty high. Eighteen. Nineteen. Valtred, Boulder Grip. You got it. Boom! History Woo! check worked. Yeah, <laughs> it works in real life. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so. What would you like to do? Let's go, guys. Nestler in. Grab our elf friend. Let's, Red and friends. On me. And I stand in front of the first archway. I stand awkwardly close. Oh, and they realize that I'm still in like my bathrobe. Oh, yeah. I got dressed. So I get dressed really quick. <laughs> I have all my things. Okay. Good. I don my the, armor. Is there an armory that we can uh, maybe? No. Okay. Is there any loot here? Yeah. <laughs> can I no. loot our safe space? They give you some rations and that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, you know, you've had a rest. You've um, taken a shower if you wanted. Absolutely. Um, Dwarves are very clean. Yeah, would have done that. And uh, you know, they've they've loaded up your your supplies, so you've got you know some rations. You know, last you probably about two days in case you get lost or something like that. Uh, but the trip shouldn't take that long. And so you're standing in front of Archway One. Absolutely. I reach out for hands. Grab some belt loops. Does anybody grab my hands? You feel me reach around okay. for your, your I belt got, loop? I got Ren. Duraki, are you with me? Here you go. We grab hands. Nestle Ren? She does not grab your hand. She All has right. her hands positioned behind her back like a uh, like Kung in Fu protest. master. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Ready? Set. Go. And we walk. Okay. So you walk under the archway and you realize that there is a doorway there with stairs leading up. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be awkward to hold I hands like go of the hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did it that way. Uh, I thought this was going to be a lot more dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Let's just... It was a magical I thought it was arch. a portal or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I could tell that you guys did, so I was like, I'll let this play out. <laughs> All right, <coughs> I'll take point. <laughs> Awkwardly, kind of. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess now that we're not holding hands. <laughs> so. so you guys can walk up uh, the stairs if you like. Uh, I'll go last. Okay. Ren's right behind me as usual. And then Nestler in behind Ren. Okay. Sure. 
So you guys walk up and uh, Duroc, once you get to the top of the stairs, it's dark and you can kind of tell that it's uh, the top of a trunk lid. Mm. Been here before. I'm used to this. Then I open up the trunk lid. Okay. And I climb out of it. And as he does that, I like look behind me. He's like, what should we expect when we walk out of this trunk? And uh, as soon as the lid is up, you notice that there is a, uh, um, you are, uh, you're sort of Tammy? in the forest. Um, sort of in like a, you know, it's not too thick, too heavy, that sort of thing. Uh, if you guys would like to climb out, you can. Absolutely. I climb out. Okay. Everyone else follows? I do. Okay. Belt loops. So uh, when you climb out, you see that this trunk is kind of like a very coolly hidden in what looks like the base of a very, very, very large tree. Mm. And so like the big root that uh, uh, is sort of sticking out of the ground, it's like it popped out of that. Mm. And so when you shut the trunk lid, it kind of becomes flush again with like the root of the tree. And you notice there's just like the slightest sort of like little engraved dent that unpassing, you wouldn't know it, but you know that that's for you to stick your finger in so you can pull up on the lid. Okay, good. Because I was going to carve something into the tree if there wasn't something identifying it. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, now I'm mad mad that I said it because that would have been fun. (laughs) I carved my initials into the tree anyway. Really? Yamorn, I yes don't or no. think that's wise. 11 and above, yes. 9, I do not. Okay. Smart move. <laughs> you notice that the tree seems to, the branches above you seems to relax as you walk away, not with the knife. Oh, thank God he didn't carve into me. <laughs> I'm tired of people carving into me. So, uh, you, uh, you turn around and you look south and sort of, you know, it's very sparse trees because they are so large, um, you know, but sort of through the tree line, you realize that there is, uh, there is a city similar to Versburg in the fact that it's on a hill, but as the mountain and the hill goes up, the trees almost seem to become thicker and more dense and it would seem that the top of the mountain used to be just one large piece of wood, or it was one large tree. And they have carved, similar to Versburg, the entire city out of the mountain side, quote-unquote. But it's all wooden. And it's all within what used to be like this very, very, what would seem like the largest tree anyone has ever seen, as big as a mountain. But the entire city is carved out of wood, and you sort of see it. Kind of like Burn Gold. Or, or Avatar style. That's what I'm... Never seen about. it. Oh. It's yeah. a shame. So, what uh, would you like to do? Nestlerin. Uh, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. Is that Laurelin? Yeah. We're in the Laurelin Forest right now. Can I do like a history check or something to see if I recognize this tree and where we are? Sure. He doesn't. 
You don't know. I might have a plus 20 history. Yeah, I don't think you do. Yeah, Morn. Six total. <laughs> so what do you want to check? I just want to see if I recognize the area at all. You've never been here. Okay. Well, I don't know where we are, guys. Perhaps you can take it straight to your mother, Lorelin. Uh, <clears throat> That's the forest. Perhaps you can take it straight to your mother, Nestlerin. Well, we have to go through the city. So, you guys set off towards the city, or what? Yep. Yep. Great. Walking montage. <laughs> walking, walking, everybody's talking. Walking, walking, hey. So, as you're walking through the forest, uh, you know, it's very nice. It's very, very peaceful. Um, you know, there's not much going on. You guys can talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about the information that you have or whatever, but you're just being led south, uh, by Nestler and she just sort of went up front because she knows where to go and you're being led south for flavor. I'd like to add that the sort of like the serenity of the woods, will you point that towards you? So you're talking into the diaphragm and the microphone. Sorry. I thought I was for reference. The serenity of the woods feels like the serenity of some of the deeper tunnels of Wurzburg. That's my flavor as Durak. Mm. <laughs> okay. I, I do feel like uh, Yelmhorn, while it's been a long time since he's been in this area or, you know, in this kind of a setting, he's starting to feel that connection again to, to nature that he, he kind of lost while okay. being in the, in the city. Okay. Ren's going to look around and see if there's any signs of maybe like dragons have swooped through and burned some areas or something. No. Um, no, nothing like that. It looks no pristine areas. to you. Beautiful. Okay. It looks beautiful. It's a nice day. I, nice day. If you guys would like to roll perceptions or anything like that, if you'd like to think you want to do something. You I'd know. like to ask Nestler in a question. Sure. What is it that kept Baramis out of this place? Oh, my mother. Oh? Oh. I mean, I, I love her, obviously, but she is the worst. No one dares cross her. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very surprised that, uh, that Berevin went as far south as he did. Especially... I mean, I don't know if he knew that I was there, but she will likely not be happy that I because I have not been able to send word to her. Mm. So um, once she sort of caught up to speed, you know, if you're looking for a war, she might be the lady to help you out because she's kind of got a temper. Uh, I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> How does she... Wage war. What kind of army can she muster? Well, we have obviously our entire elven army, which is very elite, very prestigious. Um, you know, uh, we have creatures uh, that we use, uh, but we also have machines, mechanics, uh, simple devices, flying devices. Hmm. Uh, ground devices, but hard to transport the ground devices for long periods of time. But the flying devices are very effective. 
at fighting dragons in the sky? Oh, I wouldn't. If you have a multitude of them, but at the same time, it's like putting a fully trained adult against a group of 10 children. Eventually, the numbers are all going to get swatted down. Mm. So you seem to think that your mother is a little power hungry and uh, easily like angered. If, I wouldn't put it that way. I wouldn't it, say power hungry, as I didn't say that. Well, <laughs> that's the impression I got. Well, then your uh, impression is incorrect. If she were to, to go to war, uh, mm-hmm. would she just maybe continue on and, and conquer this whole continent? No. Okay. She doesn't want war. Ren. She's well respected and feared because the times that she has had to go to war, people don't survive. What's, what's would her... You... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, you. Go ahead. Ren. So what I was going <laughs> to Would you say a tsunami is power hungry? Maybe a volcano. No? <laughs> I get the feeling I'll that... answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling that Madame Ian Earth is a force of nature. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Sorry, that I interrupted was, you, young Mort. No, no, that was good. Uh, what I would ask Nestlerin is, what's her motivation? Like, what's the thing that drives her? Like, how can we make sure that she is on our side? Well, I'm with you, and she's not the one waging war. So why would you be so distrusting? Mm. You not- have you have you heard anything from the elves in 500 years? It's been a long time. I'll tell you that the answer is no. <laughs> He'll answer for you. <laughs> or she'll answer for you. <laughs> I just, uh, I forgive me. It's been a long time since I've been around my old people, the customs and uh, the communication is just not. Mm. I can't speak with my own people anymore. I'm. Just, I've been talking to this loser for who knows how long. No, and so that's what I'm used to now. I mean, mean loser, <laughs> I mean loser in a respectful way, of course, Durak. I was kind of washed says, up when we met. Sure, and then she winks at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, I don't know. I just... Yamhorn, my great-grandfather said that we can trust Ian Earth. Or something. I don't. Maybe he didn't really say that, but... Whatever, we'll find out, I'm sure. Well... So I feel like there was a miscommunication here because it's not that I distrust or have any mistrust. It's that I want to know how can we garner her support for well, our cause. Having me with you is good cause. Is that all? Having it takes? the town that I was stationed in destroyed is good cause, and having a dragon's bane with you is also good. Even though it's this one, and I point my thumb at Durak. I didn't know the previous one, but I can only imagine that He'll they're have all to very do. similar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you that my father was a disappointment to Hiruk. <laughs> so. Oh, this should go really well then. But I'm not. Okay. I'm more like Hiruk than anybody. I mean, let's get real. I want to take in the surroundings. Okay. Um, just roll me a perception then. Eleven. Okay. 
then you're noticing um, you're noticing that the trees are starting to thin out. the The town, uh, if you will, the the mountain wooden town is coming up, and you're just about to break the clearing. And very similar to Versburg, and you wonder if it's actually just a landmass trait. There seems to be a watered ditch in between the two elements. Mm-hmm. And over this is a long, wooden, very immaculate bridge. The finest polished wood you've ever seen. Mm. And it's 200 feet long. And it just looks like the best dinner table, best, you know, woodwork you've ever seen. Durak recognizes this. Uh, Yamhorn, because it's almost like he's slipping back into his natural behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, being with other elves, like he, he doesn't notice it. Like he, if he were to stop and be, it, it was pointed out to him. Hey, look at this craftsmanship. He would mm-hmm. be like, "Yeah, it's really good. That's kind of what we're known for." But yeah, um, he's just kind of walking through, not really paying any mind to it. Okay, but he's not as sack religious as Durak to his own craftsmanship. His I own. recognize the craftsmanship of this bridge is superior to dwarven craftsmanship yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah (laughs) i'm not as i i don't hate on my own see the problem with dwarves is they try too hard (laughs) okay okay. they try too hard (laughs) and this is effortless so ezrin likes to do when he comes across like a big uh flat surface a big um behemoth of a a structure okay he'll pull out his drum and kind of bang out a beat Mm. And, and see what the, the reflective nature of it is. Just kind of here for it. Okay. Drops uh, up some time to the beat. You're noticing then as you're drumming, the way that the uh, uh, the way that it's crafted, the way that the, the sides are, and it's very elaborate, you know? It, um, think of it almost as like a, a, a smaller but wooden version of like the Golden Gate Bridge type of thing, you know? It's got very nice flowing archways. All sorts of things, but the way that it is built, you know, it's about a, a six-foot, uh, you know, a side rail that goes along the whole thing, um, and uh, uh, and it's sort of just nicely echoing as you go along. You're just like, oh wow! It's almost as though the bridge is balanced perfectly for sound. Is it shaped like a taco? No. Oh. Durak just instinctually falling back to old army habits steps in time to the drums. Okay. So as you're walking along uh, up ahead, you see that uh, uh, you see that you're getting to the end and where there's an entrance to the city, and you'll notice uh, that there are four very elite-looking elven guards standing at the entrance to the city, and they sort of, if it could be any more possible stand up straighter and stiffen a little bit more in their posture. And one of them sort of puts up his hand, or you think it's a he. They're a little uh, little uh, ambiguous. And... Uh, uh, Maybe to you. And says, halt. Who I'll, goes there? I'll slow down my beat a little bit. Okay. Play a little lighter. Oh. Um, I don't speak up. I wanna I want 
if Nestlerin would yeah. like to speak up. Kind of nudge uh, her. I look to Nestlerin to see if she's going to speak. If she doesn't speak, I speak. Uh, she doesn't. She just stops and she looks at you guys with a slight smirk on her face. <laughs> and when I see she doesn't smirk or say anything, I kind of nudge. <laughs> uh, Yamhorn. Uh, hello there, guards folk? Guards people? <laughs> uh, I am Yamhorn Doril, and this is my close confidant, Nestlerin Earnerth. Wait, Ear? Earnerth. Earnerth. I just have a hard time saying it. That's all right. And these are our travel companions. Oh. And like they sort of relax just a tad at the Ian Earth name. And uh, one of them comes forward and, uh, you know, puts his hand on Nestler and shoulder and says, I'm so glad that you're okay. We were worried about you. You're here to see your mother? And she says, yes, me and my companions bring news of the war. And uh, they start to lead you through the city. I'll pipe up, I'm Ren. And the elf just sort of looks down and back at you, scowls and keeps walking. And I stop playing my drum. (laughs) (laughs) So as they lead you through the city, it's remarkably like Versburg. You know, know, there's city all around, you know, there's shops to the left and to the right. And it just seems to be this carved, when you think that there's like an open area and you think that it couldn't be all, uh, all connected, you look up and you realize, oh no, that's actually connected to this part of the tree. So they have carved the city completely out of the side of this, this massive, massive tree and everything is somehow connecting. Somehow, it, even if it looks like it's free floating or whatever, it's all supported somehow. And you're going through and uh, like I said, very similar to Versburg, you go through the center of town and you are brought up, you know, uh, you know, you're brought up to what looks like, you know, the, the main part where the government would be with the little fancy building right in the center. And, uh, um, he says, uh, he says, go through there, you know, the rest of the way. And Nestlerin says, thank you. And she starts to lead you into the building. I follow. All right. So she takes you through, and as you're going through, you know, uh, she's like, okay, down that way, those are stables. Down that way is our armory. It's it's different. We don't use a lot of metal armory, and that's sort of, you know, we, we like to be f- free-flowing and light, and and uh, but uh, uh, training grounds, uh, we have underground, uh, you know, sort of training grounds in the area, but we also have like, uh, open areas where we've carved, you know, areas out. It's very, very cool. Uh, that's why I liked, you know, Browernix. It kind of reminded me of, of home in a lot of ways. Like, you know, there's a training area with so many different, you know, options for adventure and Browernix really kind of embraced the elven way of training, like train for every occasion. And she starts to ramble and she says, she's just kind of, and she's like, and over there, you know, that's where they, that's where they make the swords. And I used to love going there as a, as a little girl. And she, and, and down there, 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 the, that's the bow maker. And, uh, it's the same family for thousands of years, the same family. And she's just freaking out and kind of like, you know, nerding out on all of her stuff. And how, she's how just, long has it been since you've been home? Oh gosh, uh, years at this point. I mean, I've been, I've been training with Brownick for, even though we're her latest recruits, you know, we've, we've been with her for, for a long time. There was trials that we had to go through in order to get to her. 
there's, uh, you know, uh, in order to be part of Browernick's training guard, you know, you have to apply and they come out and they do an immediate, you know, sort of a skill test with you. And then they give you a quest that you have to do that brings you to our training ground. And if you make it there, then you get to train. And I've, so, you know, it's been over two years of my life since I've been home, but a little bit under a year with Browernick, my mission was rather difficult but uh what made you you seem very at home here and you seem to have missed it yes it's 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 nice to see everything again and in a lot of ways to see that it hasn't changed knowing what's going on in the world what made you decide to go with browernick instead of stay here and pursue a similar career i respect my mother's career but in her younger years she was a warrior she was someone who went out into the world and made a difference she you know she fought and uh, she was very, very young, but she was around for battle with Zarvog. And, uh, but uh, I, I, I want to, I think it's best when you live as long as we do to see the world, to know people, to understand the way the, and then that helps you make better, more informed decisions. So I'm going to think back and do a history check on Zarvog, this war. Zarvog, um, yeah, that that's is the, the dragon. That's the uh, that's the dragon that his grandfather Hiruk slayed with oh, okay. Drac Drakenstoder back in the day. Okay. Episode one um, gives you the full story, um, but uh, yeah, Zarvog the Zarvog the Red, I believe it was what it was. Yep. And he was uh, uh, the dragon was attacking and destroying the city in seven days forge, seven days whatever it was. And then Drakenstoder slayed. So as she's going off, she, you realize that you've gone through the city, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, we're here!" And she just knocks on the door, and then without waiting for a response, she enters into this nice big main chamber that looks fit for someone of uh, the person's station that they are. And in front of you is a very regal, very elegant, probably oh, very much nearer the end of her lifespan, but at the same time. That sort of old where you're just like, you're in far too good a shape. Helen Mirren. And uh, yeah, for sure. And standing in front of you is Nestlerin's mother. And she runs to her. And she's mother. And she like runs up to her. And the mom doesn't show any emotion at first. And her daughter stops and salutes the way that any other soldier would salute and as soon as she salutes her mother breaks into a big smile and they embrace and uh you know they chit chat a little bit and then she goes who are the people that you've brought with you she says come introduce yourselves uh, I, I <laughs> Hey, I'm Ren. <laughs> Hello, Ren. And I'm Yamhorn. And I step forward and I Yum kind Horn. of like hand on the hilt of the sword and like kind of bring it like, you know, I press it just a little bit to the front a little bit more and I say, mm-hmm. and I'm Durok. Do you say her last name? I just want to see if she works it out. Come on. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Ren. Yamhorn. Durak, welcome. Why are you with my daughter? 
So you see this <laughs> funny this, story. This uh, <laughs> our, our friend here, uh, he summoned a dragon, and now it's kind of wreaking havoc. Who summoned a dragon? Uh, this is Durok Dragonsbane. I don't know if you've met him before or heard Dragonsbane. about him. Dragonsbane. Yeah. I love Ren. <laughs> to be clear, I didn't summon a dragon, okay? Wasn't that your your blood and your sword? That oh, yeah, made, Ren. Yeah, yeah there it was, was. There was a, Thanks. Yeah, and, uh, and the dragon came out of it. I'm just I was saying. But a piece of the scheme. <laughs> it was against my will, I assure you. Regardless, here we are now. A dragon has been summoned. Is And she's just looking straight at the hilt of the sword. Is that it? I remove it from its sheath. The guards tense around you for a second. And I hold until it until she waves them off. And I hold it out to her. How do you extend it to her? She cuts like off the, your head. Like like this, like blade, you know, like... Well, for the listener. So, yeah, I'm basically like holding it lengthwise in both of my hands, kind of like against, like between, you know, the top of my index finger. Okay. So that she can grab the hilt, kind of, you know. She waits for you to extend the hilt so the sharpened is pointing towards you as any person who gives a sword to somebody would know that you do. So I hold it out, and when she looks like she wants to grab it, I... All right. Give her, you know, I extend the hill you right towards her. You the hill to her? Okay. Yep. She grabs it, and you hear her mutter something under her voice, or under under her breath a little bit. And it sounds like two elven words. She goes, ah, you found it. Interesting. So the legends were true. Your grandfather did hide it. I suppose he did. And you see her eyes sort of bright up and you start uh, light up and you start to see like the sort of little kiddishness that you just saw in Nestler and like, so he completed the mausoleum then? Yes. Oh, we're grave robbers. (laughs) We got it from his grave. Ren is obsessed with death for some reason. Don't mind him. He's the Uh, Orin. Let me tell you about (laughs) Ulagon. Oh, you're a follower of Ulagon. Oh, you've heard of him. Of course I have. I've been around for a while. Oh, well, you know how wonderful he is. And, and Do you have any churches of his here? He's not for me. But uh, people are allowed to worship as they will in this uh, in this city, of course. But he's not for me. Well, I would love to say a prayer before, uh, you know, our next meeting. Of course. If that's what makes you feel comfortable, I respect that. Now, she's looking at the sword and she's just like... You know, the craftsmanship, and as she hands it back to you, she proffers it the same way with the hilt towards you and sort of mutters under her breath those same two words that you heard before. And she's like, "Ah, I can't believe you found it. You and me both. Can I roll a perception to see if I know the elven words she said? Yes, you can. 17. Then you will have heard her the second time say under her breath, Pandril Mace. P A N D R Y L M A S E. Pandril Mace, which you know in Elvin means dragon rider. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 
So, only you have that information. I smile. As she hands it back to him. Because I know he doesn't know. I accept the sword back. Okay. I give her a slight nod. Okay. And I resheath it. All right. So, I have heard of the Versberg. I've heard of the uprising. And, well, your friend says that they have a dragon at your fault, Dragon's Bane. Classic. I was very worried about my daughter. I'm glad that you've brought her to me. I'm glad that she is safe. And our other agents, they are being taken care of? Absolutely. They're safe? Yeah, they're in like a place that's, you know. You don't have to tell me. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Just yes or no is fine. Some of the important ones, yeah. The less important ones. Just say yes or no. Yes. (laughs) So Baravin, Baravin has himself a dragon. What is his end? Tell me. I wish I knew. That dirty old bag of dung. <laughs> so he seems to have sent the, the dragon out to do some, some dirty business. Mm-hmm. And it was frightened away by something in the sky. Do you have anything to do with that? I have no idea until I've I've just recently heard of the attack. You see. You have no information on on why he would have attacked or anything like that? I just assume it's because he's a war-hungry monster. Not that you would have been given any sort of information in the last time that you were... He was trying to flush out some of the resistance. He said he's trying to flush out the underground. Hmm. That seems... Like far less and beneath something. It seems to me as though if you were to have a dragon and you were to go attack towns and create chaos, it would make it easier to control the people in the towns and cities around. But that's just me spitballing. Maybe that's something you'd heard. I don't know about controlling people. Oh my gosh. However, Yamhorn yells out, Ants! Like ants! To Durak. Yeah, sure. Keeping the ants in line. There you go. Keep saying. Keep talking. Oh, so you do have information about... I have it on good authority that Baravin is not what we think he is. I li- All of you are welcome to speak, by the way. Yeah, I- please. Instead of making fun of me from the sidelines, <laughs> Yamhorn. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was just trying to help you out. Ren's the only one with any respect in this party. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, Berevin may not be what he seems to be. Oh, what does that mean? Don't know. I heard it from Hiruk. Hiruk? Interesting. So the sword gives you power to talk to somebody? I don't know much about the sword yet. I'm oh. working on that. But well, yes, apparently I can... What about you? Somebody, please. (laughs) She looks at Ren. Do you have any sort of information that this befuddled and stuttering dwarf cannot seem to communicate with me? So all I really got to say is uh, Uligon has been uh, (laughs) sending me out to save people uh, through his grace and his power. Uh, I've learned that the emperor has sent this dragon out to uh, strike fear in the hearts of all of the townspeople to gain control of the hearts and minds. 
Oh, now that sounds like the plan of an evil maniac. Did I get there with ants in a line? Oh, your friend helped you. The, we, tried, we tried to get you there. We're like a, we're like a solid unit. What about the, you, half-elf? The, the thing that really struck me, though, is the, the dragon, um, from, from the information we got, uh, was frightened away or was drawn away by some kind of uh, light or, or fire or something red and yellow from, was it? Was it the south or was it the north? Uh, at first, the it south was a white, was a white light, light. From the south. North was the colored lights. Yeah. And then it was an orange and red light. So there seemed the to have been like a conflict within the dragon to, to stop it from attacking the city. So it would seem that Berevin does not have complete control yeah, of the dragon. There's another player that we're unaware of. And we were hoping it was you. But yeah. it, it isn't. Damn. Yet. Hmm? Hmm. Hmm. Time stuff? <laughs> Time cop <Time> stuff? What? <laughs> you saw... Bloodsport? A white flash from the south? Well, look... And Nestler we, and oh, thank you. Nods. You saw a white flash from the south. And then the dragon disappeared. From what we heard, it flew into the sky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Straight into the sky. Yeah, Straight up into the sky. Up. And then... And couldn't be seen. And then there were more explosions to the more north. More explosions. And they seemed to, like, move to the north. Well. This elf looks very perplexed for a moment. And then almost a realization crosses her face. And she looks up at you and she says, I have a task for you. It will be difficult. But if you can complete it, you may just turn the tide of this war. And with that, that's where we leave it for this week. Yeah. Difficult's my middle name. I'll say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been your DM and uh, host for this week, Bentley Michaels. To my right, we have Caleb is Yamhorn Doril. Rhett is Durok Dragon's Bane. Milo is Run. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with chaotic amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.